0: And welcome to San Jose. This podcast is a history lesson for you. You get to learn a little bit more about, you know, San Jose's history, the lore, the hauntings, and anything else that's spooky ookie about San Jose. And this is your co-host Manuel. Oh, I mean Carmen Sanchez.
1: (laughs) Gigi. (laughs) I'm Manuel Avalos. (laughs) And this week, what are we talking about, Carmen?
0: (laughs) So this week, the topic is Mount Hamilton's Grand View Restaurant. This restaurant is located at 15005 Mount Hamilton Road in San Jose, California.
1: According to sanjose.org, this restaurant is, quote, Sitting atop Mount Hamilton, Grandview Restaurant is a favorite for their delicious food and amazing view of the South Bay. The ghost of a young girl is rumored to be one of the most frequent guests. She has been spotted by diners and might be an explanation for the flickering lights throughout the restaurant. I hope you're ready to get spooked out because here we go. Alright, I'm going to just start off by saying that the history and overall, this one was pretty hard to research. But surprisingly, even just the history of the restaurant was like, harder to re- to research than normal. I, I started off again with bayarea.com that says The Grandview's paranormal history is a bit checkered. The place began in 1884 as a hotel by the same name and then burnt down not once, but twice, before finally being rebuilt in its current rendition as a restaurant. Eyewitnesses have reported seeing a ghost in the form of a young girl, as well as lights that turn on and off without explanation, although there are no known deaths that have occurred have occurred on the property and no one seems to know who the girl is nor where she came from. I also found it interesting that the restaurant's own website says very little about its own history and it seems incomplete. In fact, if you go on their homepage, there is no history button or anything like that and then I kept looking and I realized, oh, it's on there. It's just, like, not where you would think it is. It's also not, like, underlined or, like, it doesn't even look like it's a link. It's written in, like... (laughs) fancy italicized font that looks like it should just be normal text and also there's still generic text left on their website like you know the kind of text that comes when you get like a website template on a website maker thing
0: yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. i saw that too
1: (laughs) i was like what their website literally says in an ideal world this text wouldn't exist A client would acknowledge the importance of having a web copy before the design starts. Needless to say, it's very important, blah, blah, and it just keeps going. And I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all never even finished your website.
0: (laughs) I saw that too. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And then also, like, I had to look up. So I looked up the website itself, and I went there just to look at their history, and to look at what they have to offer, and I was like, okay, this is, uh, you know, this is alright, and I was like, wait, it talks about, like you had said earlier, it talks about how, like, rich the history is of this restaurant, and I'm like, and it's been open for so such a long time, but it has like little to nothing on it and so then I had to look up again in Google I was like Mount Hamilton Grandview Restaurant history and then it pops up with the history from its website and I was like wait where was this the first time around (laughs) like why couldn't I find it
1: same that's how I found it
0: yeah okay so (laughs) general consensus about the website (laughs) but You know, it's not to say that it's a bad website. Like, it looks nice, but it's riddled with spelling, punctuation, grammar.
1: (laughs) Also, like, when I say that the website has very little about its own history, I truly mean that the only piece of history that it has on its history page about the restaurant itself is its address and that it currently serves people food. It doesn't say when it started. It doesn't say... Like, its original name, who started it, nothing. That is literally its only historic fact, is its current address. Which is arguably not even history. But, um... Instead of that, it actually talks about the James Lick uh, Observatory. Which is at the top of Mount Hamilton, on the same road, Mount Hamilton Road. We'll talk a little bit about it later, but... um, I just was like, okay... (laughs) It's ironic because the website says our history, how do you want to be remembered? And then it only talks about, it literally goes straight into just Lick Observatory, (laughs) not even the own restaurant.
0: I think it's just more of a history lesson on James Lick, because like, apparently the restaurant before it reached its fame, like, you know, as like a four star, five star restaurant, it used to be like a roadhouse. Which is where you generally go, just to like, grab a quick something to eat, and then for your journey up to the observatory, right?
1: Right. I think that is how it started. Is it, like it started off as a hotel slash um, restaurant just for people that were staying over there, um, especially before you know, like modern cars that could get you up and down the mountain faster than a horse-drawn carriage, uh, or even worse, by foot. <laughs> So, I—I I mean, that's—I guess how it started, but there isn't really enough online that we could find to tell you, because there's just so little information. But, um, I don't know. With that, let's let's talk. Actually, let's just talk about the observatory, Carmen. What do you know about James Lick?
0: This is probably just bad, his like public school knowledge. I thought he was an author, but I guess it turns out that he was not. He was born in 1796 and was an American real estate investor, carpenter, piano builder, land baron, and patron of the sciences. At the time of his death, around 1876, he was the wealthiest man in California, and he left the majority of his estate to social and scientific causes. So basically philanthropist. So he donated $700,000 to build the road to Mount Hamilton, or James Lick Observatory. Um, And on the road up there, like I said, there was a roadhouse or the Grandview restaurant. So um, besides the fact, um, but his philanthropy is probably the main reason um, why there's a middle school and high school named after him, and also the James Lick Observatory itself. So, a fun fact that I learned from Wikipedia is that, um, so when James Lick arrived in San Francisco, California, um, this was around 1848, he brought his own tools, a workbench, $30,000 in gold, um, which is valued at approximately $2.75 million as of 2020, and 600 pounds of chocolate. <laughs> so he brought it to San Francisco so that he could sell it, and it sold quickly. In fact, uh, to the point where he sent word back to his friend and neighbor in Peru, Domingo Ghirardelli, Yes, the Ghirardelli, (laughs) Um, to move to San Francisco, where Domingo founded the Ghirardelli Chocolate Company.
1: Lit. I love me some chocolate.
0: I love me some dark chocolate history. So this is why we have Ghirardelli. The Ghirardelli Chocolate Factory is in San Francisco because of James Lick. So I think we all need to thank James Lick for this development for delicious chocolate everywhere um honestly Ghirardelli is my favorite chocolate I think that's mainly just because I'm a San Jose slash Bay Area native but I've tried so many different chocolates and Ghirardelli is by far my favorite at like to the point where I only bake using Ghirardelli chocolate that is no joke please
1: sponsor me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, random, I mean we've talked about the possibility of the observatory being haunted a couple times. It's it's been teased here and there throughout the podcast, but it's really only because lick himself is buried in his own observatory.
0: What? No way. Yeah,
1: it's like his tomb basically. So, you Gross. can you can visit uh you know his grave or whatever but he is buried in the observatory
0: like where
1: uh i'm not exactly sure where i I just know it's underneath the observatory itself somewhere but i don't know exactly where um but there is a plaque for him uh presumably where his body lies and uh i mean you can go visit it yourself
0: yeah i've always wanted to go to the observatory have you ever been there
1: Yes, I surprisingly have. Um,
0: wow. It takes okay. a
1: really long time to get up there, uh, but the view is incredible, as you can imagine. And if you go on, I guess it's depending on when you go, um, they have tours and stuff, and you can, um, I don't know if they have any night tours, or maybe they'll let you like see through the telescope. Do not quote me on that, I'm just making things up. I could have sworn I remember them talking about possible night tours or something, but I would not want to drive up there. Even during the yeah, day, because right. even during the day, it's just such a windy, long road. It's, ugh. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it says public evening tours, so you must wear a face mask when you go. Um, also, yeah, we have a platform now, so I would like to graciously say, please continue wearing your mask. Please wear your mask. Also, you have to wear your mask um, to... Well, like, not to eat inside, but when you get there at the restaurant. Right. Okay, so there's... A walking tour is coming soon, and it says... Public evening tours. Starting August 1st, Like Observatory will offer limited access to our facility and telescopes via public evening tours. There we go. Yeah, so if you want to go uh, where he was buried. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's our side on the Lick Observatory, but again, we're talking about the Mount Hamilton Grandview Restaurant. Um, one interesting piece of history I found on it is there's actually an employee who was named Lucy Um That's her first name is spelled L-U-C-I-E, who worked at this restaurant from 1971. All the way until 2014, so she worked there for 43 years and retired finally at the age of 80 back in 2014, but unfortunately she died on May 20th, 20th, 2020 at the age of 86. She was very well known and liked among customers and apparently did absolutely everything from wait tables to make drinks to basically whatever else was needed in the restaurant. There was a Mercury News article back in 2014 about her departure from the restaurant, that ended with the quote, Ticcarelli, who grew up in the south of France, doesn't seem to want anyone making a fuss over her departure. Americans have a saying, everything comes to an end, she said. We've got another one, too. Thanks for the memories.
0: That's nice. It's just like that one Fallout Boy song.
1: What? and lastly i know you all want to hear about the spooky parts so according to Backpack Reverse, one of our favorite websites heck yeah the number of ghosts that actually haunt this restaurant is unclear but people believe that they're all children because there is this one legend that locals like to tell which is that there were a bunch of children supposedly that went missing after being called by their parents to come back home from playing outside um, But there really isn't much evidence to substantiate this. Although apparently, according to Backpackerverse, anyway, local parents blamed a semi-local cult for having sacrificed the children, even suggesting cannibalism. Again, no concrete evidence to suggest this. That seems like a really severe accusation that you would really need... It just seems like something you really need concrete evidence for, or, like, you could easily get evidence for, but the fact that you don't have it makes me, like, uh, no, you know?
0: Okay, so is this, like, remember, well, remember, oh, so long ago when we were covering Hicks Road, and they said that this was another spot where cannibalistic, satanic albinos might be roaming? Is that, have you heard of that here? Like, for Mount Hamilton itself, or no?
1: surprisingly, no. I feel like every other place we find some kind of albino legend. Um, right. But no, it's just some kind of local cult, of, at least according to the legend. Um, but I don't know. There's just really no evidence for this. Also, like this is the only place I found this story, and Backpackerverse doesn't cite anything, so it's hard <laughs> to really make much out of it. But I will put that. You know, I'll still put the information out there in case you're curious. Um, yeah,
0: because honestly, when has Backpackerverse ever led us astray? Like, everything on their website is 100% accurate. Don't <laughs> quote was, me on that, but.
1: <laughs> it's definitely spooky, but none of it's ever, like, traceable. But according to that same article, actually, from Backpackerverse, the restaurant burned down in 1942 and then again in 1956, which we did. Uh, confirmed with a different article Um, and you know they believe that this may have led to its supposed haunting and people in particular believe that the haunting began after the 1956 fire Uh, and apparently the most common place to see the little girl that is often seen here is on the balcony but according to bayarea.com there are no known deaths on the property and no one knows who the little girl is so well
0: have you ever been to the restaurant itself
1: no, but I believe you have.
0: Haha! Ha, yes, I have. I've gone uh, two times. I think I could understand where the eerie factor comes from because I do remember a few lights flickering on and off, but I don't remember seeing any little girls or any ghosts. But um, I, the first time, I had more of that sort of experience because we went kind of like later in the evening, but that could also just be to poor electrical, uh, or just minor electrical issues. The second time I went, it was during sunset. I just remember it being very hot, because the sun is just shining through the window at you. Um, I went with my family the second time, and it was good. I thought it was pretty good. I had chicken or something. All
1: right.
0: But very expensive. I don't think... Well, I I could touch a little bit more on this in the personal accounts when we talk about some reviews.
1: Well, let's just hop over there now.
0: On Google reviews, Mount, the Mount Hamilton Grandview Restaurant was overall rated at a 4.4 out of five stars, which is pretty good for a restaurant like this one. Um, they do require masks, and they do dine-in, takeout, and no delivery. So it's closed on Mondays. I thought it was just closed this upcoming Monday because it's Labor Day, but it's it's closed every Monday. So Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They're open from 5pm to 9pm, and on Fridays and Saturdays, they're open from 5pm to 10pm, so that's an hour later. For one of the reviews, I found Vanna Lock who rated this location at a 1 out of 5 stars. And let's hear why. Stunning view. Service? Staff seem struggling to convince customers that food is great. Food? OMG. Terrible. Poor quality meat sold at $62 a cut, and then you get only meat, rubbery meat. Veggies are extra, potato with steak extra. My dog wouldn't even be able to eat that tough ribeye. Sad, this restaurant had excellent food with previous owners, an icon of San Jose, that I'll miss visiting due to poor quality food. I hope owners are reading and would get real chefs. And this was only posted two weeks ago, so oh, wow. if that tells you anything. Um, but then I got a review from J. T. Funk, who rates the location at a 5 out of 5 stars. And this review was actually posted about a month ago, so um, they write, The drive, the sights, the sunset, and especially the service, along with the staff, were spectacular. Our server went out of her way, really above and beyond, to show us an amazing experience. She also led us to a part of the restaurant where one could capture the best sunset, in addition to where it, when it would be, and she acted as our photographer too. It is quite the drive, especially from the city, but recommended as it does take you away. The food speaks for itself, and amongst our group, everyone had only good things to say. The restaurant does live up to its name. Um, I still wanted to hear a little bit more from Yelp, so I went over there. And on Yelp, it's rated at a 4 out of 5 stars overall. But, in general, it's pretty hit or miss. Um, where there's one positive review, there's an equal and opposite review. So, there's, like, it's just... It was so strange looking at this restaurant, like, because there would be one review where it's like, five stars, perfect, everything was great, and then the next one is like, uh, one out of five stars, I wish I could rate this location at a lower star, I don't know. But anyway, so it all seems to be directed at the chef, because somebody also commented that, this is a quote from somebody, Once they switched to the chef from Las Vegas, the food got very bad with like 10 A's. So, I don't know if it's just the new chef or what. Um, Because they also got new owners um, after Lucy Cicciarelli died. um, Or after she retired. So, there's that. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, A lot of people spoke about how the view is probably the best aspect of the restaurant Um, but otherwise it's probably just one of those things where it's kind of like nostalgic to go back and visit why so many people enjoy going to the restaurant Um, i would recommend this location for a special occasion but uh take it with a grain of salt because i did go a few years back um probably before lucy retired so there you go Next up, we've got some pop culture for you.
1: Okay, so this first bit may or may not have anything to do with Mount Hamilton in general. (laughs) And I... See, the thing is, when I was researching this episode, like, this came up but then I tried tracing it back and I couldn't figure out how I got there and then I couldn't figure out what the connection exactly was to Mount Hamilton.
0: Oh my gosh, so okay, so... <laughs> it
1: might be related, but I don't... I'm i am not going to read this whole book right now. But there is a book called Shadow Cop Murder in the California Foothills A Ghost Story by Hal Barwood um, written back in 2013 and I originally found it Because, oh, okay, so I remember where I kind of found it, but I don't remember how I got there. It was, like, this really, really sketchy website. Um, I definitely should not have been there, because I feel like I got a virus from it. Low-key. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, like, one of the sketchiest websites I've ever seen. And people, it was, like, a forum, and people were asking for a copy of it. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. And... It seemed all fake because I mean I mean I didn't even try downloading it cuz I was like uh uh-uh. uh I not even feel I don't even feel right just being on this website. But people put a copy and then someone commented, "Okay, but I need it's when I open it it asks for my credit card information." And then oh. after that there were a bunch of comments that were all just like, "Oh, it's okay, just put your credit card info, it's fine." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, <laughs> no, this is way too sketch. So I didn't touch it, but anyway, the point is, it's available on Amazon if you want to buy it, and I couldn't find any mention of Mount Hamilton on its Amazon page. So again, I have no idea how I came, how like it connected to this legend, uh, but it might be thematically linked to this area. I don't know. The synopsis is: Mary Ann Sarzo is a rookie cop in the rural foothills of California. She's smart and resourceful, determined to become a solid pro, yet struggles with the demands of real-world police work. When murder casts a shadow over her tourist-filled little town, she discovers more about herself than she ever imagined and tackles the case with some help from a ghost. So, I don't know if it's just because it was like, oh, California, Foothill, ghost? <laughs> there you go. Ghost. That's For what sure. you were looking at, right? And I'm like, No. So, I don't know. I don't... I'm starting to think it doesn't have anything to do with this legend, but I'm just going to put that out there anyway.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so there is some truth behind this. Maybe not the freaking weird credit card scamming it part, but Hal Barwood is an American screenwriter, screenwriter film producer, film director, game designer, game producer, and novelist. So... There is some credibility behind Hal Because there is a picture On his Wikipedia page At the Lucasfilm Christmas party In 2005 So He's real He exists (laughs) Um, I mean the book's on
1: Amazon So like I trust that it's real I just like don't know if it has anything to do with the legend
0: (laughs) Oh Uh Yeah probably not Maybe I mean if he lives in California. I don't know. Um, with his childhood sweetheart, Barbara Ward. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to figure out where. Oh, yeah. Shadow Cop, a paranormal adventure. Then. Oh, I guess. Okay, so Shadow Cop is a series? Question mark? because there's also Broom Handle a Paranormal Adventure 2014. Oh yeah, Whiskey it's part Jack, of a series. A Paranormal Adventure. <laughs> okay. Okay, but then there's also Glitterbush, An an Astrobotanical Adventure.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I kind of want to read these.
0: Um maybe you should not put your credit card in though, but you know, teach their own. <laughs> cool okay so next up with pop culture um so I just I think I just wanted to talk about and touch on something I found from their website so I guess so they have a tab where you can use the Grandview restaurant as a venue itself so you can actually have your wedding there if you wanted to just ask for a quote and how many people you need to go and be at your wedding but anyway they also have it's like like i said they get they use it as a venue so a few of their clients have included apple rover hp um facebook google adobe green waste which i'm not familiar with screen printing sj which also i don't know bon and fletcher the san jose sharks themselves McNevin Cleaning Biotricity KE Photography And of all places Legends Pizza
1: What?
0: Yeah, so I guess Legends Pizza has like thrown an event there Okay I I know, I thought that was so strange Like of all the places Like it makes sense for Facebook and Google and Apple To rent out this restaurant But not like a low scale pizza place, you know
1: I don't know but interesting okay and on that note there's a couple related facts so again i did not count this because i there's no way it's going to happen but i did find on (laughs) dangerousroads.org mount hamilton road has 365 curves And it's advertised that it has one for every day of the year. Also, it's listed on (laughs) DangerousRoads.org. Oh, okay. So, watch out. I also found that, according to Owler.com, this restaurant makes $16.5 million in revenue per year. That's not profit, that's revenue. And has 78 employees. Also, the Lick Observatory, since we talked about that briefly, has contributed to the scientific community with several discoveries, including the discovery of several of Jupiter's moons, a near-Earth asteroid, and uh, a, a couple extrasolar planets, just to name a few. So I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, that is really cool. A lot happens there, huh? That's like, ah, that makes me so sad I haven't gone there. Like, <laughs> I want to go there. I've been wanting to go there since I was a young child. And, like, you could see it at the top of the mountain. They've gotten snow recently.
1: Right, if you're looking out, you can see it.
0: Okay, well, a few other related facts that I found. So, one, uh, this one comes from their website. So, apparently, they have wine club dinners, where every month they get a selection of wines from a different winery, and then they make, like, specific meals to pair with those wines Ooh. so yeah you can join their wine club and be a part of the san jose elite um next i found that their current owners are maurice and giuseppe or joe Caruba, um and they are the same owners as la Ferre.
1: oh interesting they just yeah, like fancy so- haunted restaurants
0: Yeah, I guess so, like, you know, some with character, but also, like, also, since they've become the owners, those restaurants haven't been doing so well, so, there's that, that's just what I've seen on, like, updated restaurants. I think they own a couple other restaurants, um, around San Jose, too, so, um, lastly, um, This restaurant, so the Grand View restaurant itself, is San Jose's first seed-to-table restaurant according to Yelp. So that means that they literally grew everything, all the vegetables um, in their own garden, and plate them and serve them, cook them, serve them, plate them, for you to eat at the restaurant. So... Oh wow. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool about that, Um, except I don't think they, they handle the meat. Because also, again, like I said, um, their quality has gone down since the change of ownership. But I'm not going to say anything else about that because also I haven't gone to try it myself. So how would I know? Um, Yeah. COVID.
1: (laughs) Well... There you have it, folks. I know this one was not as spooky as we normally have, but this one was just oddly difficult to research. But if you have any experiences, as usual, you know, you can hit us up. Um, our Instagram is at San Podcast. Our Twitter is at San Pod. Our email is sanhanse at gmail.com. And our website is sanhanse.wordpress.com.
0: Yeah, just getting back to our regular l- format and layout. <laughs>
1: I know, Hicks Road is honestly exhausting, but we're glad y'all are still with us. We hope you enjoyed our trilogy. Also, if you haven't checked out my Hicks Road song on Spotify, you should definitely do that. Uh, just look up Hicks Road. Anyway, but... <laughs>
0: for sure, it's really catchy.
1: <laughs> we'll be back next week with more spooky content for you all.
0: Alright, there you have it. Stay spooky, San Jose.